this show I did on Colin, which is a really cool app. I highly encourage anybody to check it out. It's uh, far more business centric than Clubhouse, although I'm on both platforms. The audio isn't super great because of the connection I made, but I thought I just instead of just re-recording it, I just use that that audio since it's it was fresh from the show. Yeah, a little controversial, a little bit of an edge. That's okay. Great show in spite of everything. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. I am back from sunny New York City and the NRF's big show. And boy, do I have thoughts. The title of this is a little provocative. I survived NRF 2022 in New York City. The reason I, I'm doing that title is just some of the silliness, some of the energy around um, the show. And I just thought I'd have a little fun with it. Obviously, I went and uh, a lot of people didn't go. And so anybody that is in retail knows uh, by now at least an awful lot of, of big tech and some of small tech and medium-sized tech pulled out of the show. A lot of retailers didn't make it. Big debate on the number of people there. My guess is probably around 10,000. The show typically has about 30 to 35,000. That seems to be about the same pattern as what we saw in CES, about 15 to 20% of uh, pre-COVID numbers. And it is what it is. It definitely took away a lot of the energy from the show. Instead of me going on, I really saw uh, three write-ups that I thought were really perfect, and I'm going to read some um, excerpts from each one of those. The first one is from Jerry Shelton, VP of, of Technology at IHL Services. And just so everyone knows, Jerry and I are our personal friends. I worked at IHL for a couple of years before uh, retiring from the Active Analyst Crow. And I'll just read a couple of ex- excerpts of his write-up. I thought it was just spot on. I'll have links to all those, all these, these blurbs in either the show notes or you can just ping me and I'm happy to, to, to pass them along. They're also on my LinkedIn uh, post. So Jerry starts off, normally on Monday morning at 9.30 a.m., you have to fight your way through the crowd as booth meetings typically spill into the aisles for most of Monday. This year was thin enough that you could play multiple games of flag football and would probably have room to set up the stands without creating too much of a disturbance. My opinion, 100% correct. Exactly what we saw. Um, a little later on, Jerry says, hey, the next thing I, I suspected was that the innovation zone would crush it. And for everyone, what the innovation zone is really where are the startups and some innovative uh, vendors had, had a whole separate little couple, three rows. It's where I spent all my time. Very cool space. So anyway, as Jerry was saying, the next thing I suspected was that the innovation zone would crush it. And, and that was exactly what I observed. I popped in the area at least three times, and every time it was bristling with, with attendees, plenty of lively conversations, and really engaging vendors sharing stories of technology on the zero to four year horizon of becoming mainstream. I saw really enlightening concepts and found it to be a worthwhile time investment. And as somebody that's obviously driving a podcast titled This Week in Innovation, I love it when mainline analysts are falling in love with the startup community in retail. He goes on to say, the one thing I anticipate happening that I thoroughly missed was the international attendance. And for the record, we all were speculating, would there even be any international uh, attendees given the the COVID situation? So going back to Jerry's uh, piece, my guess before the show was that the international audience, which had been growing robustly pre-COVID, would be non-existent. This wasn't the case at all. From both observation and from multiple vendor attendees from both Europe LATAM were in abundance. I had two separate vendors that told me while the circulate statistics suggested international registrants at less than 5% of the total, they're around 30% of their booth visits. Later on, in totality, I'm glad I went. While it was certainly unique and surreal 
in a sense, it's, it was also a further step in trying to regain that which was lost and be resilient because that is what we do as part of the human race, adapt and persevere. And that's Jerry's piece, and it's beautifully written, well worth the, the, the full read. An- another observation comes from Phil Thorne. He's uh, managing director of North America for Corsico. And just a couple, three points he makes. I edited it out an awful lot, but his three points were people who've come were shocked at how much they'd missed from not attending live events for two years. Couldn't agree with that, that more. There was a fair bit of anger for those that pulled out. The showroom floor has nothing like the vibe and excitement of previous years. And number three, for the first time, the lower levels were where the energy is. And for people that don't know the layout of Big Show, uh, the main floor at the Javits, where you walk in off the street, that's where that's that's where all big tech is. The lower floor is where the SMB vendors are, the, really the SM, small vendors and the startup room. So typically that was uh, an area as a working analyst I would never go to because all my clients are up on the front floor. And now in this new gig that I'm doing, covering the innovation world and, and startups, that's my new patch. And so couldn't agree with what Phil said more. And then Jim Roddy, who represents the Retail Solutions Providers Association, and I'll edit his piece quite a bit because he's a writer and had a lot of content well worth the read. Please don't call this the worst NRF ever, as I expect some will. Instead, use these three different adjectives. Number one, the weirdest NRF ever. 100 plus empty spaces and several ghost booth exhibit spaces set up but unstaffed due to the pandemic. Made this by far the weirdest event I've ever attended. One attendee described the main show floor as relaxing. Others called it surreal and eerie. I agree, it was the weirdest trade show I'd ever seen. The second observation, the friendliest NRF ever. At most shows, you you might get five or 10 minutes with an exhibitor before they're interrupted by a scheduled meeting or prospect inquiry. But with the lack of traffic, exhibitors were welcoming to anyone that showed interest in their products and services. Let me show you our products. Yes, I'm happy to also share our go-to-market plans. While you're here, tell me about your family. Additionally, I noticed a banded brothers mentality developing among attendees, appreciative of everyone uh, else overcoming so many obstacles and taking the risk to participate in the event. Nothing builds camaraderie like, like mutual commitment and an effort despite fierce headwinds. And then third, and here's the punch, the most important to NRF ever. We have to figure out ASAP how to conduct business safely because COVID doesn't look like it's disappearing anytime soon. NRF 2022 afforded a few thousand attendees the opportunity to meet and collaborate safely. And they did. From what I saw, 98 to 99% of attendees respected the mask mandate. I didn't, so I'm, I'm one of the 1%, but that's okay. Respected the mask mandate and each other's health. Their organizations moved the needle this week in New York City and helped our industry begin to get back on track. I could not agree with that more. That is a beautiful statement and uh, one I'm proud to be part of. It was interesting. I sent out a tweet on Tuesday. And let me just actually read the tweet and then we'll talk just a little bit about it. So it came under, under, under me. And I just simply said, took the test this morning, the test being the quick COVID test that was that NRF issued to everybody, or at least made available for everyone to, to take for free. Took the test this morning. Been in New York City since Friday. Had a group dinner on Friday and a big reception on Saturday. 
went to NRF 2022 on Sunday and Monday, spent both days in the innovation lab and startup zone. There was a well-attended reception at the startup zone. Was in bars Sunday and Monday night. Am I glad I came? Yep, exclamation point. Pretty simple tweak, didn't call anybody out, didn't challenge anybody, didn't just literally a statement of fact. I thought was going to be a pretty simple thing. As of a few minutes ago, I had 6,522 views on that one tweet. Um, and let's just say a few of them were really interesting. I think, and by the way, this was on LinkedIn. This was on Twitter. I wouldn't mind. You could send me death threats on Twitter. I, it, it is what it is. No big deal. This was on LinkedIn. And a couple of the, uh, couple of the more aggressive comments came from people that I, that I, was on a first, not a first name, but um, whatever. I they were in my my inner circle on 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 Twitter, on my first oh heck whatever you call it the uh, the first our direct connection. So at some point these pe- these both these people asked to connect to me because I didn't recognize the names and were extremely aggressive in their observation of me attending an event. Uh, very nasty, uh, not threatening, implying that those of us that went to a conference might in fact be responsible for tens of thousands of people dying, which obviously in my mind is utter idiocy. And it just brought up the point that, boy, we are in almost everything we do, we're a divided nation, politically for sure. And now in simple, in acts that two years ago were no one would think twice about and I don't know where we go from here. I'm certainly going to be going to conferences. If I pass my PCR test on Friday, I'll be going to Manifest, which is a new, which is a new logistics conference. I'm not reckless, but I'm certainly not going to not go out and live again. My personal observations over the last last five days is number one, as the theme came out with my my three friends, I could not be prouder of the startup. Uh, startup community in in the in innovation zone. Several startups missed the show because they were traveling internationally and some would fail the PCR test. Very problematic. All the time, all the effort to prepare to go to a show and literally at the last minute, you fail a test and you're scratched. These startups aren't sending teams of 10 and 15 or 20. Usually they're one or two people. And so that becomes, you know, extremely problematic. But the overwhelming majority of the startups did make the trip and looked like they had a fantastic time. And I surely enjoyed spending my NRF down in the innovation lab. Number two, I'm not going to say anything either pro or con about the vendors or retailers that chose to pull out of the show. They did what they needed to do. So be it. But number three, that being said, I really would like to have the same respect for the decision I made. As I said in my tweet, I was glad I went to NRF. Yep. And I'd do it again. Let's maybe put away the, the you're going to kill grandma thing. That was really 2020. I think we've pretty much moved beyond that. In my case, I'm the oldest uh, of my family group. My, both my parents and my in-law parents are, are past. And so if I'm going to kill anybody, it's going to be me. And I'm going to make that decision. And by the way, I'm certainly not going to. I'm certainly not going to kill myself. I will, as I said, I'll test again Friday, which I'm pretty sure will come back negative, And off we go. So. Just some thoughts about what happened in the last week. I'll probably get together a pod to really go over the actual technologies, the stuff I normally do, but I just felt those really important to get some thoughts around how this show worked itself out and my observation after spending some time in there because it is clearly a hot button issue. Thanks, everyone. Uh, if you have any questions, just uh, reach out to me. Uh, it's, a, it's a subject I'm extremely passionate about, and uh, let's maybe figure out how we can get this country moving again. Thanks, all.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. For more info, refer to the pod notes below. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us grow. I'm your host, Jeff Roster, analyst at large. If you want to connect, follow us on Twitter at JeffPR or at Brian Sathanation, or connect with us on LinkedIn. Visit my website at roster.retail.com or brians at Until next time, stay safe and have a great week.